Today is Sunday, May 19th, and the Yankees just took two games from the Tampa Bay Rays in a three-game set, one via walk-off, one via pitcher's duel loss, Was the other was a loss, and then the other win in somewhat of a fun laugher. Let's talk Yanks. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for stopping by and joining us and hanging out with us for a little bit as we recap the series that was... My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have my co-host, Jake, coming to you from Denver. He's a transplanted Yankee fan. How you doing today, Jake? Doing well, James. Another series win. I think that's nine out of ten now. Something like that. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot and a little. I, I believe it's nine out of ten, and it's uh, back-to-back ones against the Rays. We take first place in the East. Um and we we've seen it happen a lot of ways today. We saw one of the worst innings of baseball you'll see an opposing team play this year in the de- in Devil Rays. They looked like the Devil Rays today. Um, but uh, hey, man, we got the win on a day that I I think coming into this game during our pregame show, you and I were um, kind of as uncomfortable we've been coming into a game in a while now. Um, and the Yankees just end up rolling and win another series, and it's on to Baltimore where we're, you know, they're one of the worst teams in baseball, so we can uh, keep this machine going. It's it's good times. It's good times. It's good times. Happy podcast day is always happy. How I'm, are you doing? I'm absolutely starving, but there's no food, so I have mm. to go, like, order food or get food. So I said, all right, let's just do the podcast. I'll do it on an empty stomach. Starving. And then worried about that. The only thing we have is cookies that Katie made, and she made them super salty uh, by accident. Wow. Well, I like salty cookies, so I just had one of those to hold me over. But the problem is I didn't get a water, and now I'm just Seinfeld wow. over here. Pretzels Yikes. are making me thirsty. So that's, that's a little behind the scenes where I'm coming at you from this podcast. We have a whole bunch of sponsors for this episode, and uh, good for them to get a nice a nice win against the first place Rays, formerly first place Rays. Good for them to sponsor this episode. We got Josh Pruitt. I think he's a repeat customer. Tashun Chan. I'm sure I'm saying that terribly. Tashun. Tashun. Chan. I apologize. Mitch Frazier. That's easy. Mitch. Tyler Cooney. I think he goes by Cooney. Uh, I don't know. Maybe depends if there's another. If if he was in a group of friends that had two Tylers, you automatically jump to the Cooney nickname. Before I think, depending on the other person's last name, I think Cooney's a popular, nicknameable last name. Otherwise, I think he's a Tyler. Hunter Angle, almost Hunter Eagle hunts for eagles. That's illegal. illegal. My name's Hunter, Hunter Angle. Yeah, Matt Papa Duke. Papa Duke? Papa Duke. Papa Duke. Pope Popadiak? 
Popadiak? Uh, if it's Papa Duke, that's an awesome last name. I don't think it's Papa Duke. Heather Bailey. Heather, thank you. Nice, easy name there. And Daniel Straits. Dan Straits. Dan Straits with a Z at the end. Who are those people, Jimmy? D Straits. Those are our most recent Patreon subscribers and supporters, and we thank them kindly. Very nice of them to help us out and keep this thing going. Our, uh, our supporters have been awesome this season and uh last season as well so we thank you You get two dollars a month you get uh, live access video access uh early access and you get raffles and contests and a chance to win jerseys two jerseys each month and early access to events and uh discounted prices on some things and some other perks go to patreon.com slash talking yanks and check it out if you would like to support us and we appreciate every single person that does thank you very much let's get into this game we usually open up with or this series we usually open up with roster moves jake and transactions right just kind of went over them pre-show and i was i was like this is the first time in a while we haven't had anyone sent down or called up in the middle of a series yeah, we just uh, we we lost Mikey T from the doubleheader, but that's because we got the extra body. And uh, yeah, I mean Kendry Morales is a familiar face at this point, which is kind of silly, even though he jumped in the middle of a doubleheader game. But yeah, we uh, I, I I think it's funny, Jim. You and I always get a kick out of when you look back at a team like two years ago. Like you'll bring up a game from two years ago, and you'll read the lineup, and you'll be shocked. Um, some of the names in there. Um, I mean, you get guys like G-Man. <laughs> um, you, yeah. you just get get these different guys that throughout the year you forget how many roster changes happens. And I think it's funny that for the Yankees, you could almost do that in like two-week spurts this year. Um, and, and we've had different teams, and now like Kendry Morales is a part of this team. <laughs> um, like we, we would almost be surprised if we didn't see him in a lineup with a right-handed pitcher on the mound. Um, and I just think that's, that's kind of mind-bottling. Yeah, it's bizarre. No roster moves, but I believe we will have some soon. I think like Chance and Nestor probably both get sent down uh, for like Harvey and Barrett. You know, that rotation probably still goes strong. Yeah, we'll have to see because they need the 10 days um, without injury. You need to be 10 days down in the minor leagues. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how they juggle that. Yeah. We did have so okay, so that's transaction news, injury updates. We have Paxton through a bullpen says he feels really good. Uh, so that's good news. He's wearing a knee brace and trying to get used to it. A knee brace helps CC a lot. So I don't. It seems crazy that he would need a knee brace, but whatever helps. Good for you. So he looks like he's going to come back sooner than later, which I like. Like I think within a week, or I think within a week we might see Paxton. How many starts have we missed? Have we missed three now? Yeah, we missed three, and it was at the three weeks max when Cashman said that. It was at four right. starts. So this was it. This was the – today was the um, third, technically. So yeah, we'll, not, I, I think we're going to see Paxton soon. Knock, knock on wood. Um, there, there's a chance we see Pax soon. It was funny. He did his first thing, and he – he came out. I forget when that was. I, I think it was after the Orioles series that he said he felt something in his knee, and we were like, "What? What does that mean?" But it wasn't uh, like, pain. You you can't even tell us that at this point, Paxson. Um, and then I think a funny thing in uh, uh, so Paxson should be coming back. Giancarlo's rehabbing our big G G unit. 
Yep, he's and playing single-A games right now. He's going to start playing single-A games, but he was playing a simulation game, and he got pegged in the <laughs> uh, knee. by whoever was pitching. So, like, that guy uh, run a lot of laps. Yeah, yeah. Feel bad about yourself. For, yes. a full, for a full day, feel very bad about what you've done. Um, so, I mean, potentially, do you think Giancarlo could potentially be this weekend? No. <laughs> no. Playing games? How long did Hicksy take? Like, around a week? Two weeks of games. Was uh, it two weeks of games? I don't think so. I mean, he's, 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 we'll see. he hasn't played a game yet. Right, but I, I mean, he he did a full spring training and he was starting to do games, so it's uh, not like he needs the full thing, but it, it'll uh, be interesting I, to see how I they think juggle it with the schedule. I think he's been out so long and they're winning and they don't want to rush people back. Uh, so I, I still have it at two weeks. Okay, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the other news is Batances threw 50 pitches from 90 feet. He's just inching and inching along. And they kind of came out with a quote. Hal Steinbrenner came out with a quote about Judge, about Severino, that basically said, they're not going to be back before the All-Star break. And we're not even going to attempt that. We're winning right now. We're fine. And we want them to not only be healthy for the end of this season, but the rest of their careers with us. So we are not trying to push them at all. I think I'm fine with that as long as we're winning right now. Because um, that, sure, yeah, don't rush them back. Let them get healthy. Uh, we are winning, so we're giving breathing room for that to be allowed. But I was glad they like came out and said that. Yeah, and they uh, n- knock on wood again. We'll we'll see what the next update is on Dellen, but. Uh People were surprised that he did the 50 throws from 120 today. They said that's uh, that's ahead of where they expected him to be. Um, and like you kind of mentioned with that Hal quote, like <laughs> their their goal with his rehab is that he keeps feeling good at every step of the process. So it's not necessarily setting a pace, uh, but feeling good. But we we could um we could be close to starting to get Adele an actual timeline. So that's good, and we uh. I, I mean, you you mentioned it today in the pregame show, but that's a uh, that's a guy that if going into today's game we had in the bullpen, we would have been looking at it a lot differently. Luckily, it wasn't a factor, but um, it's it's going to be huge getting that guy back. Yeah, he's getting everyone back. Uh, okay, so th- injuries to watch out for: Tanaka took a comebacker to the ankle, and Urshela took a foul ball to the nuts. And they both yes. left the game earlier than they would have left the game had those things not happened. So, you know, the revolving door, it seems we need 13 at all times on the uh, IL. So if Paxton's on his way back and Stanton after him, that means someone's got to get hurt. That is how this season works. 13 at all times on the IL. So hopefully neither of those guys go down. Yeah, they, they said right now Tanaka's a coin flip for his start. I think they're just going to kind of check the swelling on the ankle, and if it's good, it's good. Um, yeah, and Urshela just took one right to the biscuits. Mm-hmm. Um, probably see him get an off day or two, um, unless something like popped in there, which, hey, Adrian Beltre, shout out. But um, we've got this guy named Tyro. Let him play, babe. Yeah. All right, let's get into the games then. Let's get into Burns. You excited? Get in. Let's get into the game. Let's get into the burns. Game one. This one was a doozy. Here we go. On your mark. Get set. Burns. 
the Cookie Monster CC Sabathia versus Ryan Stinky Stanek. Bottom two, a moral victory. Kendry's Morales solo bomb to the upper deck. one nothing Yank. Top four, that damn Adamas. Willie Adamas solo shot. We're locked up at ones now. CC six innings pitch, one earned run. ERA down to 297. Enjoy CC Sabathia, people. Loud clips Chad Green, then Glaber throws one away on an infield single. 3 1 raise, boo. But it was time for a little rain delay magic. Voight to Detroit, 3 2 Yanks. Tyro, remember that name, scores on a pass ball to tie it. And oh my, who else would be up but Geo the God? Deep to right center over Kiermeyer. West side walk it off. South side walk it off. It's a walk-off win for the Yanks. Four to three. CC to Vino to Canley to Green to Holder. Ooh. This was fun. This was a fun, fun Friday night. I was having a blast. The the end sure was fun. There was some fun along the way. I mean, this is full of full of content. CC screaming at the other at the other players, calling them punk-ass bitches, trying to hit Meadows, missing, saying I would have hit him. Um, yeah, I thought like, this whole game was fun, besides Chad Green besides Chad Green and the rain delay. But there was a lot of things that happened in this game. Rain delay helped. I was there for that. Um, yeah, I, I, I think we look back a little more fondly because of the comeback. Yeah, the Chad Green thing was odd. Um, but it had a reason. They were clearly using him because they planned on using him as, as the, the opener for the Sunday game, and he hadn't pitched in a major league game in what would have been a week if he didn't pitch Friday, so they wanted to get him in. Kind of a tough spot that it was in a tie game in the eighth inning. Um, we get to wash our hands of it a little bit, literally with the rain, and, um, I mean, we just come back on Alvarado, who was having such an incredible season up to this point, uh, Voight jumped him, shook him, and then the boys put together a little rally to get that dub because, of course, Gio Urshela was going to do that. Yeah, Holder looked good in his inning. And then that dude, I mean, that, that Voight homer and then Gary Sanchez single. People uh, people keep breezing over that because the Glaber at bat is the main story. It's the Voight right. homer and the Glaber at bat. But Gary did throw a single in the middle, so he's shook. He's completely shook. They, uh, they intentionally walked Clint. And then the wild pitch. Which was a huge mistake by them, by the way. Yes. Yeah. The the Rays. This this was a a poorly managed series on both sides. I think. Ooh, Jimmy with the fire. Well, intentionally walking Clint to load the bases, and then a wild pitch scores. Uh, I don't know. And then Fielder's Choice, and then Maven Stoll, and then Geo with the single walk off. Everyone celebrates. Has a lot of fun. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Geo the God. So, uh, I mean, let's talk about lineup and Boone's decisions in this game. We had uh, like a normal lineup. DJ Hicks, Voight, Gary, Morales. Oh, Morales hit a bomb. That was fun. Yeah. Ottavino came in in the seventh inning, and then they took him out for Canely to face Meadows, which all the splits say – Otto's worst to lefties and Meadows is a lefty and he's really good and Canely crushes lefties and you know like it just seems kind of wasteful like I still think Ottavino can get Meadows out 
Yeah, I mean, we we believe bl- believe blindly in Ottavino at this point. I, I I mean, I think it was more so just how good Tommy Canley's been against lefties this year. And I mean, we uh we've been complimenting Boone for quote unquote going for the win. And I mean, if with all the numbers, I mean, this was a go for the win move. Um, so but then they bring know, Chad just, in. It, it was a shrug, and then, yeah, they, they get Chad some work in during a tie game in the eighth inning. I don't think Chad looked that bad in this game. Um, Fly ball to right, gets caught if it's someone else out there, and then a double scores that runner. Yeah, I, I, I disagree. I mean, I, I still don't think he looks good, and, I, again, like today could have been a lot worse. You factor in the Gary Sanchez throw, even though the wind was blowing out today. But, um. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it it sucks because, you know, there is a world where that it's awesome. Chad Green comes back in, and he's Chad Green again, and we start doing finger guns all over. But it's also like, you know, that's a, that's a tough spot start. That's a tough spot for a guy that started the season with an ERA over 12 so far. Um, but it, it's Oh, yeah, I'm not, agreeing. I'm not agreeing with bringing him in in a tie game in the eighth. I'm just saying – that I think the result is deceptive of how he pitched in that performance. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I still don't think he looks right. Yeah, but if Clint catches that ball, then we're fine. Yeah, and it, 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 I don't think it was an easy one. Um, I think Judger, Judger probably has a good chance at it. We forget that Judge is borderline gold glove, but... Um, yeah, we saw the, saw the other what, player run there and play. catch. Yeah, the hang time and all that shows that it's, it should have been caught. Yeah, like the, the the whatever. But uh, yeah. And then Holder comes in, who actually looked really good. Post post rain delay, right? Holder came in uh, after the rain delay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, looked really good. And then the whole bottom line was good. Fun game. I don't really, I don't really. Chad, I think that was. I think they were shoehorning Chad in because they. I think they knew the bullpen day was happening on the third game, and they made some decisions before that that were just kind of silly. Like shoehorning Chad into a tie game in the eighth inning because you need to get him work because you know he's opening. <clears throat> I would have rathered <coughs> just leave Canely there. He got one out. Just have him start the next inning. He looks amazing. Why? Why? He threw. Uh, he threw nine pitches. You know. So I would say that that was poor managing <clears throat> or decision making there. Anything else on game one? I don't think so. Got right. got that dub that turned out to be, I, I mean, really important. This this series could have went <laughs> a sweep either way um, outside of the nightmare inning for the Rays today. Yeah. All right, let's go to game two. On your mark. Get set. Burn. It's a rematch, Jimmer Fredette. Tanaka Tuesday on a Saturday versus Blake Snellagram. He was snelling pretty good today. Six innings pitch, one earned run, nine Ks. But Tanaka was better, Jim. Six innings pitch, only three hits, no walks, six six Ks. Guardy, he scores on a wild pitch. Thank you, the Rays. We'll like that. One nothing. Let's just run it. Oh, no. Lau catches Canely on an up and in changeup. The lefty deep to right. We're tied at ones. But, Jimmy, never fear. Gio Urshela here. It is high. It is far. It is caught at the track by your boy, Kiermaier. 
We run it in extras. We're running out of pitchers. Here comes Louis Sessa, and there goes that man, Austin Meadows, who keeps putting on a show against us. Home run, 2-1 raise. That would be your final, Jimbo. Tough game. Tough game when you don't score any runs, and the only run you score is on a wild pitch. But they yeah. do have, you know, the best ERA in baseball, right? Between a battery that's never worked together before. <laughs> that's, that's how we got our only run, which, hey, take it. Yeah, and Snell was struggling. Him and Kratzy were struggling to be on the same page, and to, the pace was incredibly slow. But that yeah. was our only run. Uh, but Tanaka, Tanaka pitched great. Second time in a row, he out-dueled out Snell. Yeah. And he probably would have went back in had he not been hitting the ankle. Yeah, I I mean it, it would have been a toss up, right? Eighty eight pitches. That's um, that's been very coin tossy. If if the Yanks are gonna give a guy another inning or not, um, but yeah, yeah, his the the final out of that inning goes off his ankle and kicks right to Void at first, which not for nothing was a pretty cool play, um, but also scary. Tanaka gets hurt, um, gives gives an angry face, but man, he was uh. His ERA is down to 309 on the season. So uh, Tank- Tankster did it. And, yeah, man, it's it's a bummer. Um, Canely makes that one mistake, and, and Lau crushes it. I mean, he, he sped him up. His changeup sped him up inside, turns on it. And then the other play, Hicksie half went through the stoplight at third base. And if he has a better s- – Sorry. If he has a better slide um, – he he might get in there. You you mentioned, which was a good point. I mean, if it's midseason and he's fully healthy, you could probably go with a head first slide there and have a better chance. You wonder if he was thinking about that. Um, he also, um, I I mean, even if he slid normally and if he just uh, had a, just a little better footwork, his foot kind of hit and went away from the base. Um, you know, we could have won this one two one in regulation, but. That's that's baseball, Susan. You could start playing those games all day if you wanted. And, uh, yeah, the Rays kind of outpinned us. At the end of the game, they had Alvarado in, and we had Luis Sessa in. So. Yeah, and Canely gets popped for a solo home run. I don't care. That'll happen. He's been great. It had to happen at some point. Yeah, just ha- <laughs> yeah. don't care. Uh, then, then they go to Britain, who looked great in his seventh, seventh straight outing without a run. Britain looked great. They go to Chapman in the tie game. He looked great. Strikeout, ground out, strikeout. Yep. Holder comes in. He looks good again. Line out, strikeout, ground out. And then I don't I don't get this. I'm guessing they so this makes no sense. I'm trying I've tried to make sense of it so often. Why you would bring Sessa in here. He was supposed to be the next pitcher the next day after Chad. Ottavino was available. They had Ottavino up and throwing. Boone's reasoning in his postgame press conference was as follows. We had Ottavino up to face the righties after Meadows and Choi, the two lefties. And at that point, it was going to be... That's what he said. But he also said right after that, that point, it was Sessa's game. We were going to let Sessa take us as far as he needed to take us. So what was it? Was Ottavino coming in for the righties, or were you handing the ball over to Sessa until you won or lost? Yeah, you, That didn't make sense, Boone. And to save Ottavino for the righties versus the lefties, when you're currently throwing a subpar righty pitcher to the le- like, 
it's not like you're saving out Avino for the righties and throwing a lefty to the lefties. You're still throwing a righty to the lefties. Even with the next day, like in play, you can say he was trying to save out Avino because he knew he needed him on bullpen day. Well, he had him up in the bullpen. There's no way you can you can make I've I've tried so many ways to make it make sense to use Sessa in a tie game in the top of the eleventh versus their best hitters. That do you know? Yeah. Do you I, know? I mean that that's the bigger problem here because I mean the the other thing here is that Jimmy Holder looked pretty good in his inning. Holder threw eleven pitches. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you you either it seems like if you're going to the top of the order there and I. I mean, Sessa ha- was having a really good season. He's starting to level off a little bit, but it's with the top of the lineup coming up, y- you're right. I mean, you either stay Holder and be like, it's an extra innings game. Holder looked good. Um, let- let's try to run it back. Because you do get it. It is extra innings. And if you're going to go to the bullpen with the top of the lineup coming back, then yeah, you kind of, if you're going to start getting Vino loose anyways, just use him. Um, and-, and then if you have to, it, once you use him, if you have to burn out Sessa and let him let him roll three innings or however long this game goes, you do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I I feel like the team got a little too comfortable with bullpen Sessa a little too quick. Because still, I mean, I mean, with Louis Sessa's body of work, he's clearly better suited for the bullpen, but. I mean, career stats wise, this guy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's he's a bad he's a bad outing from his ERA being in the fours again. And then, how do we still look at Luis Sessa? You know, so I I agree with you that that wasn't the best, but they were clearly living in fear of today. I I agree with that. I but I still don't understand. It, it makes zero sense. It makes zero sense. Uh, and then everyone you know was responding. The offense lost this game. They scored one run. Very true. Very, the offense is the main not even. fault. Yeah, not <laughs> they even. They got but, given a run. The, but the offense is the main fault. But when you the way you judge managerial decisions is by the situation he's in. What decision did he make? So just because the Yankees' offense is mostly at fault for this loss, you still have to discuss the decision that Boone and Co. made, and it makes no sense. And I we and I I've, I've been riding high on uh on Boone lately. You know, we, like I said. We lost offense and do much. Boone didn't play a great game. Offense didn't play a good game. And I, I think it's the, I'll say quote-unquote reason, but I, it was in fear of today. Yeah, makes no sense. So that sucked. Meadows is good. Uh, and they lose. Two walk-offs in a row would have been much more fun. Would have been nice or shall have put one close, man. Nah. Nah. Kiermaier Morning sucks. track counts. Did you ever think it was a home run? I thought it had a chance, yeah. Ball, ball was going decently. Oh, I never thought that was... And it's was... Gio Urshela. I, I know that, so but So you I... just have to pencil that in the back of your head. I never thought that had a chance. Uh, okay. I thought it was pop-up the whole way. And then Kiermaier does his hot dog routine, and he's the worst. Uh, you, could, you, don't, you don't like that move. It's entertainment, man. He, uh, Kiermaier, to me, is you and Joey Votto. It's, it's entertainment out there. Yeah, but Joey Votto. Yeah, you well, like Votto. I like Kiermaier. But they're not doing the same thing. Votto doesn't like, isn't like do what Kiermaier does. No. Okay. That was a weird comparison. All right, let's go to game three. Perfect comparison. Weird. On your mark. Get set. 
Burn! The opener, Chad. It's not easy being green versus Charlie Morton, and he'd leave this one being salty. Chad and Nestor Cortez give up five runs in three innings. Yikes. But luckily, a little Kendry Morales RBI and a quick guardy party out to right field. It's 5-3 Rays. But then it would get fun. This Hicks, this Hicks. Unstoppable. A.A. Ron with the two-run shot to tie it at five. Then the Rays were walking the Yanks like a dog with bladder control issues. Five walks, two infield hits, and just like that, it's 8-5 Yankees. Then the Young Prince. Tyro Estrada like a happy manager on a Friday afternoon. He sends everybody home early. Bases clearing double. It was the usual suspects for the Yanks. Chad to Nestor to Adovino to Chance Adams. Yanks win 13-5 and win the series 2-1. Game really got away from the Rays, huh? I mean, one of, one of the lesser innings you're going to see all season. I mean, talk about being shook and, I mean, five walks. Two infield singles. It's uh, intentionally it, uh, walking Gary and then walking in a run. It's a really funny move. Real, real yeah. funny move. Um, yeah, Stanek lost it in there. I mean, the, everyone that came in lost it after the. Uh, and I mean, it, it could have been. It could have been more. We had. I mean, that same inning was the Lemayhew pop out bunt and Clint getting tagged out at home, right? Yeah, yeah. We gave. We gave. But uh, yeah, we gave them those we, outs. We gave them to <laughs> Choi. Yeah, we really Joy did. Also gave us a couple, but 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 we gave them to like the Clinton one, and yeah, you're right, like we yeah fair trade. We like handed them those to them. Yeah, they didn't even do anything. No, in fact, the Clint one was a almost another like wild pitch. That so they did something bad, and Clint handed them a gift for in return. That that was actually smart by them. They know that we're looking to score on the wild pitches, so they were like, they "Hey, this is our best them. chance of getting them out." They rope-a-doped him. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, so we went Chad Green with the opener, and I don't know. He struggled. I I was saying I think his stuff looks better than before he got demoted, and, and but he's still getting hit hard. Yeah, I mean, the the wind was flying out. That, that one to Clint, I mean, on, on a given day, depending the wind, that could be an out or a home run. Um Again, I, I've played this game with Happer. You can only do it so much because it is Yankee Stadium. Um, he threw two pitches where you can't throw two pitches. I mean, we were—he was one point two clean. We were—we were an out away with Kiermaier up, who's got you know an OBP of two seventy three or whatever it is. Um, we were a Kiermaier away from saying pretty good things about Chad right now with a little help from Gary. Mm-hmm. Um, but he made two mistakes. Kester said it perfectly. He made two mistakes where he can't. He made a he threw a low end pitch to a lefty, and then he threw an up and away fastball to a righty, and they yeah. both porched it. Yeah, those are porching pitches. And he's he's using that slider more, which is good, but also scary. Because um, I mean, it's not like he can fully believe in that slider yet, um, because he never had to use it before, really. Um, and again, I mean, we were. Uh, you know, Gary Sanchez did his job, and so does Chad by getting to the plate quick. But you know, he walks Austin Meadows to start the game. Gary pegs him at second. That's the best. Um, that's the best strategy against Meadows, actually. Yeah, it, it worked again. Talk about rope a dope. But um, I mean, we're if if that doesn't happen, if Meadows, uh, you know, you you can't fully play this game. I get it, but um, I guess regular baseball, if Meadows doesn't even try to steal, he probably scores on that double. 
um, and then we're talking. Or if he doesn't, it's second and third, no out. So um, I don't know. Chad, uh, Chad needs to work on things, and I think we've known that. It's, it's, it's unfortunate that he's had to work on them as the opener in a game against the Rays and in a tie game in the eighth. Yeah. Yes, they're, that's the good. That's the biggest thing. Like, I hope his next couple innings come really low leverage. And they're against the two lesser teams, Ray, uh, the Baltimore and uh, Royals, right? So that'll help Chad as well. That's yeah, good. and that's uh, if if we could get him in three games or so this next week, low leverage, because um, he he's still got to work on stuff. I mean, it's it's not like. You know, it's not Christian Yelich saying, oh, I stood up a little bit more in my stance and now I play at an MVP level. Like, you know, Chad does have a mile per hour two more on his fastball, but he's still got some stuff he needs to work on. So um, we'll uh, we'll see, and hopefully he gets a better situation to work it on in the next week. Yep. Then they go to Nestor, which I said in the pregame show, I was going to be so mad if this was the plan. They they won big, Um a lot of help from the offense and the Rays. I still don't like that this was the plan at all. I said on the pregame show when Nestor Cortez gives up his three-run homer again to the Rays, just like last time, if that loses the game, I'm going to be pissed. Didn't lose the game, so I'm not pissed. But, man, I, I really I really don't like that that was the plan. I don't like that they kept him in there after a tie game. I don't like that they kept risking it. Ottavino had to clean up his mess at the end. Everyone's saying Nestor pitched good. If Otto doesn't clean up his mess, then we're looking at like five earned runs, four innings pitch, like Nestor, whatever. I don't want to shit on him, but it wasn't like good. No, and that that was a classic because Adovino was getting warm and Larry came out. And I, I feel like this is something we're going to look back in 20 years and wherever baseball is and develops that like, I don't think that's going to be a thing anymore. Like Larry's mound visit was to give the reliever more time because the current pitcher was doing bad. Like, I think we're going to end up looking back at that and be like, yo, if your current reliever is doing bad, just bring in the new dude. <laughs> um, like, well, it, don't, they, they would have don't to worry about more... getting him warm. Like, get that guy in the game. Oh, well, I don't know. Um, Remember because, when yeah, Nestor of... was in there for one extra batter. He gets popped. So I um, thought, it... I specifically remembered when Ottavino came into the game without enough time to get warm and got, like, shelled. And that's why I thought they were wasting so many mound visits and so much time, like, make sure Otto gets enough of his time as he needs. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's that's why. And it's, I mean, pitchers can fall apart quick, so that's the whole thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, Nestor settled down. You have to give him that. He he gave us two innings that I, I didn't think he was going to give us. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's I, I guess the thing where I disagree with you is that um, I, this was going to be the game plan because of the 15 days. And, like, if we're – if we're going to be happy when Boone and the guys, like we, we credited them last series, like Boone made a, a play to go for the win um, when they brought in, I think he was bringing in Canely pretty early in the game or whatever it was. If we're going to give him credit for that, well, that is going to make our bullpen more tired. And then we're going to have days like today where we're in a busy stretch of the season. And you knew Cortez or Chance was going to have to get out there. The offense really hooked it up, which was huge. I personally would have liked to see Chance, and I'm not going to compliment his three innings at the end because they got the Sunday strike zone going, <laughs> and that, that helped out Chance. And a lot. a lot of good defense. Yeah, and, and some nice plays, but I, that's baseball, he Susan. Just, but I, I, I it, It's what you said before, Jim. Like We haven't seen Chance at the major league level this year. His delivery is a little funky. He's all the way on the left on the mound. 
Um, and he can throw a tight little slider when he throws it right. Um, and you just know what you're going to get from Nestor Cortez. Like you said, <laughs> you're, like, you're going to give up a three-run shot, and that's exactly what he did. With Chance Adams, I, it sounds obviously dumb, and this was getting abused on the internet, but you felt like you had a little more of a chance because maybe he could put something together. Um, but you do have to give credit to Cortez for settling down, but still not, still not stoked about seeing him out there. I don't think Cortez did good. So I, I, don't, I don't understand where all this credit's coming from. I mean, he had down. two. He had two good innings and two bad innings, and we're awarding him something for it. Well, didn't he have three good innings? No, he had. He had the third inning. He gave up a walk, double, home run. The fourth inning was good. The fifth inning was good. The sixth inning, he gives up walk, single, walk. Has to get taken out of the game. He oh, did he not have a good up. outing. Uh, so every K was giving him so much credit for like he pitched a lot of innings, two of them good, two of them poorly. I don't like that it was the plan. Uh, I I said that we had a two run lead, use the better arms to save that lead, and then once it, I said this before they blew up the scoreboard. I said hope the hope the offense blows up the scoreboard and you can end the game with Chance or Nestor, which they were able to end the game with Chance. Yeah, I, it wouldn't have damned us. To use, who do we end up using today? Um, we, we used, we okay, used, so we just used Adovino. was for one out. Yeah, and I think you're So it would not have damned, I think. Would not have damned us at all. Batter. I think you have an extra batter there for Cortez. Because Cortez struck out a guy, walked a guy, got the fly out, and then Adamas singles. And then they brought in Adovino for the nine hitter, Robertson. Okay, um, so one extra batter. And he walked him to get to Meadow. So that, I, I Cortez bounced back and had a solid day after his one mistake. Disagree. Well, I don't think we need to harp on it. Um, I still think we only used Adovino. You could have easily just used Canely to settle it down right there. Say, okay, we're getting to Morton. We have the lead. Let's keep the momentum going. Hold them at bay. Who cares if it's the third inning? It could be the sixth inning. It's the third inning. That's the situation. Use a good pitcher to keep the momentum going, and then we'll burn chance at the end when we have a lot of runs. And I said this before the Yanks got a lot of runs. In the end, well, we, I think talk, talk and Rays could come back to you and say they brought Diego Castillo in, in the fifth, and how'd that work out for him? So it, it just turns into a little bit of baseball comma, Susan. Well, of course, but that's what we have to talk about. I, I don't like it. I don't want them to do this again. If you're going to punt a game, uh, if you're going to do this, like the Orioles and the Royals are coming up. Yeah. You're, there's going to be blowouts. We hope. <clears throat> stop stop risking the today to save for t- the tomorrow. That's what I want them to stop doing. Right, but I mean that's I that's where it just spins back to me. For last episode we were giving them credit for going out and getting the win in the first game of that doubleheader. And when you do stuff like that, you're you're there's going to be days when it catches up to you. So it did and we still got the win. We st- it's, it's it works out perfect, but I still don't like the strategy going in. It's like Girardi says, you can make the right move and have the wrong decision. You can make the wrong move and have the good a- out- outcome. I don't want to do it again where we trust Nor- Nestor Cortez. I mean, they kept putting him out there with tie game. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I tw- when that 2-3-4 in their lineup came out, I would have got him out there. But once he got through that, they let him ride. I think he, he, was, he was 10 of 11 batters getting out at some point, so... Um, is what it is. I would, I would just say buckle up. Cause I think we're going to see more of that. <laughs> I know I'm going to complain every time. Cause it's annoying. We're seeing yeah. less of it than yet than last year so yeah. far. 
And I've liked Boone's decisions or whoever's decisions all the time until this series. I think it was, I think they had a bullpen day and I think he had no idea how to plan prep for the bullpen day correctly. And Chance Adams is going down. So we'll see. I, yeah, I just Harvey that. might be able to come up. I don't know. I don't think Barrett. I think Barrett's too soon, but we'll see. I don't know. All right. Wait, you have anything else? Oh, I, the other decision that I didn't agree with was game two when they pinch hit Clint for Gardner. Yeah. Uh, because you have two offensive duds right there. Um, yeah, they they went with Kolarek has crazy splits, righty lefty. So they they took a chance on Clint trying to trying to find something in that game to score a run. Didn't work out. Yeah, but it's essentially when you put the defense into account, it's essentially the opposite of a defensive replacement in a tie game. Right. So I didn't agree with that either. So I, there was a lot I didn't like from the decision making from this series. Come but, at Booney's neck, baby. Hey, I got to be honest. The, the results are great. Like the result of today is perfect. We only used Adovino and we have a fresh pen. Like so kudos to them on doing that. I just think it was you could have been a little less risky with it. So that's all I'm gonna say. We can move on to awards though. Awards Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. First award we give out here is Pride of the Yankees, and it is Sunday, so it is my turn to go first. And Jake, my Pride of the Yankees is. Do you have any guesses? Because I uh, I was struggling to find one, kinda. Oh, we've got a lot of options. Um, yeah, yeah, that's. I, uh, yeah, we're struggling no, to nobody, choose one. Nobody clear, clear. I mean, if I had to guess with you. Um, I feel like in your heart of hearts, you might want to go with Tanaka because he found his splitter and he's been so good. Um, uh, a lot of options here, Jim. I don't know who you got, buddy. I am going with Glaber Torres. Nice. Glaber had a hit, uh, had a hit in each game. He had a web gem in game three and that force out at third. That was actually a huge, huge play to help chance Adams there escape without any damage. He, had the 10 pitch at bat in game one. That was a, an amazing at bat. I did a breakdown of it on YouTube and Twitter if you want to go watch that. It was an amazing at bat for a 22 year old to be fighting off 100 mile sliders, 100 mile hour fastballs, 91 sliders, and then getting his once the count went full. And more so than that. So I know it's a, I know it's a series award and it's justified in the series because Glaber Torres. Had a 333 average and a 385 on base percentage this series. Um, and he also had a hit in every game. So every game he contributed. But more so, it's just uh, he, he's quietly been so hot for so long. Yeah. Um, it's getting to the point where I feel like on MLB forums, there should be like, Glaber Torres is on fire, but no one's really saying anything about it. In his last 21 games, he has a 350 batting average and a 382 on base percentage. Yeah. It's not a 10 game streak, it's 21 games. It's almost, you know, we're coming up on a month. If he puts this this road trip if he goes off, it's a month of hot glaber. Um so he he's been crazy. It's tough when that other guy on your side of the infield is going nut job. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everyone talking about that guy. Um yeah, man, Glaber, uh, the, the on-base percentage is a little down this year. Um, 
Uh, and, you know, it's it's still that can change over a season. But he's up to 293 batting average, 330 OBP, and he's actually slugging a higher number than Luke Voigt. So, um, and that's from our 22-year-old shortstop um, who, uh, again, he can make the great play at short. He's got it. We, we said it so much last year. We haven't said it in a while. But Glaber needs to work on being a little more boring at short. <laughs> the everyday plays, he, he sometimes just gets lost in his brain. Yeah. But he, he has been playing great, and you're right, it hasn't... I mean, you're talking three weeks, he's been playing great, and it's it hasn't been discussed enough. I don't even so think that, I don't even think on, like, the Yes broadcast they're giving it enough due. Po- post it in the forum, someone. Yeah. Who's your pride of the Yankees? My pride of the Yankees, Jimbo Slice. Um... And you know what? So, sometimes, again, there was kind of a lot of options. I am going with the big man, CC Sabathia, um, partially because I've been at war on the internet for him. Um, well, A, let's start off with his celebrity softball game. That went off well again. Uh, so congrats to CC and Amber. B, his ERA is 297, people. Um, there were people that were mad at him that he. He hadn't pitched over five innings so far this season, which, by the way, he didn't have a spring training, and he could have easily in his first if they wanted him to. He's got his arm strength build up. And guess what? Pitchers don't throw more than, like, six innings anymore. This is modern-day baseball. He is the best fifth starter in Major League Baseball, and some of you aren't happy with him. And even if you can't get past that, for whatever reason you don't want to get past it, how about you enjoy... This giant of a man cussing out the Rays, basically being our little brothers in the ALE since they've been conceived. Kind of like our third little brother, like the redheaded little brother. No offense to the Orioles. Um, just screaming at them on the mound. Talk about setting a tone. Um, so I, I don't know. If, if, you, if you're out there saying, well, CeCe only gives us 5.3 innings a start. I don't give a damn when it's to the tune of a 297 ERA. Um, so appreciate what that dude is doing. He's awesome. I'm gonna, I was going to bring up the game log because I did this on the pregame show. And um, it is exactly what we asked for CC to be, a fifth starter. It's what we've dreamed of CC to be. So far, CC starts. Five innings pitched, zero earned runs. Five innings pitched, zero earned runs. Five innings pitched, four earned runs. That's his one blemish. 5.1 innings pitched, two earned runs. Five innings pitched, three earned runs. Five innings pitched, two earned runs. Six innings pitched, one earned run. Keep it below three. Keep it above five. Five or above, three or below. And I'm happy with what you're doing, CeCe. The dude hasn't had one start under five innings yet this year. Now, this is good when he's able to be our fourth or fifth starter, Jake. That's why we need Paxton back. Because last right. year, when we Sevy became obsolete and Sonny Gray was terrible, we were depending on CeCe to be a bigger cog in our rotation. So we need the other guys to be doing that, what they're doing for this to be okay. But if he is the fifth guy, fourth or fifth guy, then this is great, and I love it. Yeah, and it, that that's the thing. This team is built starting with the bullpen, all these special arms that are out there. We're missing Dellen, and Chad's having a rough year, but that's why those guys are out there. And, Jim, you know what? Think about, 
think about how we were during the pregame show. You and I were uncomfortable. We thought we were going to be here a few hours later saying, like, wow, we went Chad to Cortez to Chance Adams and we lost to the Rays. What do you expect? But it, no, when CC Sabathia is out there, you're expecting at least five innings and you're going to be in the ball game. Um, which hell, how much would <laughs> how would your and I's attitude been today if we came in knowing we were at least going to get five? Um, so give enjoy CC so much because this is the last year you get to. And what do you have about him yelling? I got all these Rays fans on Twitter, man. This is the first time I've had to deal with Rays fans, which is good. The sport's growing. They have new fans out there. I had never in my life have I, like, I've been doing this pretty head-on for two years, Jake. So that's 18, 19 games a season. Uh, I've never dealt with this. So baseball is growing in Tampa. Good for them. They have fans You're now. You're growing, babe. Congrats. They have... Uh, they the now when CC said I was definitely trying to hit him, that was personal. Uh, yeah. When CC called them punk ass bitches at the end of the game, they were acting like it's personal, which they only watch Yankees Rays games, so they would. But I just tried to let them all know, like CC swears at whoever he sees after his last out of his outing, like he, that's him emptying the tank. He right. called Josh Reddick. Uh, Fuck out of here, Reddick, that one time. Uh, I think he called, like, JBJ a weak-ass motherfucker. There's a lot of teams that CC has screamed at. It's more of a CC thing than a you thing, so. You're not, yeah, you're you were not, educating them. Yeah, you're not special, the race. I do think that the Yankees' message looks a little bad with how many, with Chad hitting a guy in the head and then Chance Adams hitting a guy in the hands. Um... Can't really deserve to plunk. Can't really do that when you know CC's saying like, if you can't throw inside, don't throw inside, and then we we have two pitchers do it to them. Kind of a bad luck. Yeah, and arguably those guys can't throw inside right now. Um, yeah, we actually do have to give a little kudos to uh, to Kevin Cash because uh, if you were a Yankees fan, you were expecting the plunk, and if you're a Yankees fan, you know how bad the injuries have been this year, so. For a little bit, you were just kind of holding your breath, almost like <laughs> I for a, for a minute there. I went through guys I was okay with getting hit by pitches and guys I wasn't okay with getting hit pitches. I was like, yeah, he hit Floyd anywhere. He's he's covered in me. Like that's fine. Um, I was like, don't go for Gary. He gets beat up enough. Um, so the fact that you had to do that sucks. So a little kudos to the Rays for not making a Sunday blowout an ugly game. Yeah, appreciate that, the Rays. That was very nice of you. All right, let's get in. That? Let's get Send in. Send that to your Rays fans on Twitter. One dude quote treated me like this dude, this man's really crying. And it was uh, my post-game recap. And I just said, I'm not, I'm not crying. No. And he said, oh, I just watched it. You were actually really respectful. I said, okay, good stuff. <laughs> so you just, then he said, then he said, Jake, he said, uh, I didn't watch it. I said, you quote tweeted something without watching it at all. And he said, yeah. I was in a raised group chat and they were sa- telling me you were crying, so I just whirled with it. And I was like, "Wow, you think you think you're having a weird day?" And then Trust you find out friends. you find out there's a raised group chat talking about you crying. So, been there. Weird, weird stuff. Speaking of crying, let's move on. You Yankee motherfucker. Yankee motherfucker in this series win 
I get to go first, which is nice because it's easy. I, although I think I know exactly who you're giving yours to once I take my guy. Mine's uh, Clint Frazier. That's the easiest motherfucker I've given out this season. Uh, Clint. Clint's so bad right now, Jake, that I, I think they, they may. I think that they are thinking about sending him down. Is that fair? Oh, yeah. I Absolutely. think they're having the conversation. What like the conversation? What do we do with Clint? is being had between Boone and Cash and all the analytical people. Because in his 12 games since coming back from the injury, he has a 142 batting average and a 209 on base percentage in one of those <laughs> one of those that uh, intentional walk that the Rays gave him helps that even more. Yeah. So a 209 on base percentage, he's lost up there, like really lost. He, it looks, and he's looked worse and worse every day. Yeah, and it's it's not he, the internet in baseball <laughs> where things don't align. The here's here's my book by Jake Storielli. Clint Frazier is in a slump, man. Yeah, and that happens in baseball. <laughs> yeah. um, and sometimes the internet doesn't know how to react to that. Um, he's still really young. Um, Jimmy, what could end up being his death punch, and I mean, we'll see when Giancarlo Stan can get back, and hey, Clint, when he's right, is a special hitter. We saw it a couple weeks back, um, like a month ago. If Giancarlo Stan comes up, what did I open this episode with, Jim? How comfortable are we seeing Kendry's Morales at DH? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the death punch for Clint, because Clint's got options. He could go down. We can't do anything with Kendris. Or or, um, or Mabin. Or Mabin. Neither of them have options. I mean, Mabin didn't even run through my head because that's kind of how <laughs> reliable he's been for us. Any situation we put Cameron Mabin in, he's been good. Um, so, yeah, I think it'll be interesting. And, again, maybe Clint can turn it on in a week and Cameron Mabin can fall by the wayside. I mean, same with Kendris Morales because he really is just a DH at this point. Um, but... I mean, if a decision had to be made today and Giancarlo Stanton was coming up, I think Clint would be going to AAA. I agree. And uh, he's got to – I mean, he's – he took a walk in game three, and I was like, that's good, Clint. But they walked five guys in that inning. So I think yeah. – I don't think it was indicative of Clint's – what Clint did. I think it's more of what they did. Um he looks tough, man. He looks really tough. And with the yeah, defense, I mean, the, he's getting subbed he, out for as a defense for defensive replacement, which is, you know, them saying you lack defensively. And when the teams admitted that you lack defensively in close games, they don't trust you. And you're got a 209 on base percentage since you come back. Tough guy to write into the lineup every day. And the only way you get him out of the slump is to write him into the lineup every day. But at what point do you say, well, let's just get him going in AAA and then have him come back up? Yeah, and you you can play the everyday card, and you've got you now have a switch hitting, experienced major league DH on your team, and you have a a young guy that you cross your fingers when he's in the outfield, who's also slash a DH. That I mean, you can come out and you can play the yeah, we just want to get him every day at bats right now, blah blah blah. Um, but yeah, get get it figured out, Clint. How about? Have a crazy week against the O's and the Royals and make it make it something we need to talk about. He did hit three home runs versus the Orioles earlier this season, so maybe that's 
maybe that, right? That was him. No, Gary hit three. Clint hit two in that game. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who is your motherfucker? My Yankee MFR, um, Jimmy. I am going to go with. Ah, it's Chad Green. Yeah, uh, I'll just Band-Aid style. I mean, it sucks. We um, I he's in a slump. <laughs> he is in a pitching slump, and um, I don't know the the fastball looks better, and that's good news. Um, he needs to figure out what what is he going to do with that slider? Is it going to be fifty fifty? Is it going to be a surprise slider? Um, he made two mistake pitches where you absolutely cannot. Um. The start of the game could have been a lot uglier without Gary pegging that guy at second. Um, so I don't know. Ho- hopefully, again, like we said, get some low leverage work in. Figure out what kind of pitcher you want to be. Did we see him throw a change up today? No, he's been so. he's been slider heavy since he came back. Yeah, I, at one point I think he threw five straight. He threw four in a row to end the inning, and then he started the next one with a slider. Um so, which is just, again, think about how far we've come from Chad Green, a, a guy we compared to Mariano Rivera with, with how much he threw his one pitch to now he's throwing five straight slide bones. So I don't know if this is going to be a reworking as Chad Green as a whole or what it is, um, but we, uh, we, we really want Chad to get better because, it, I, I mean, his one or two good innings that we used to be able to rely on from him it changes a full series. It changes a full series. So get a let's let's get it figured out, Chad, bro. Sounds good to me. Get Chad fixed. Get Batanzas back. Bullpen is crazy good. It's been pretty good as is anyway. All right, moving on to the everyday awards. My first award, Jake, is my first award of this podcast is the. Nice to meet you. Good job. Nice to meet you. Good job. I said this in my... Kenny Moe. Oh, Mr. Ken. Yeah, he's getting it. Mr. Ken. He gets the award. Kenny Because I said this in my breakdown where Kendris Morales walked up to Gio Urshela and I just, I, you know, had Ken Kendra saying, nice to meet you. Good job to Gio. And someone commented... Quotes, nice to meet you. Good job. That should be the slogan of the 2019 Yankees. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. So here we have it. Kendris Morales, nice to meet you. Good job. An absolute bomb home run. I mean, I think it went up into that second, like, upper, upper deck area. Yeah, camera kind of lost it, which it helps. But then there is a guy. (laughs) Helps helps for the drama. There's a guy holding up there. So he played in two games. He played in the two games we won. Two are three RBIs, two hits. He opened it up in the first with an RBI versus Morton in game three. Early home run in game one, which was the bomb. Switch hitter, which just helps our lineup so much, so much. And he also had a walk in game one. Yeah. So, I mean, he came in and he helped the team win right away, which is what this this season is all about. And, Jimmy, this is a – I don't want to say this is talk radio-y. This is, this is something that sounds like not a topic. But, again, when, when, when we're writing the book on Brian Cashman 15 years from now um, – 
Like, they said that this guy is almost a Beltran type. They said he's nuts with his studying of pitchers and picking up tips and and looking for little things out there. And, like, if Kendry's Morales – because, again, think about this. this. He can play first base, but he can't play first base. The guy can barely move. He's a DH only. That, again, it, it was very low risk. But he's the kind of guy that you throw into this Yankees clubhouse. And whether this happens for two weeks or two months – they can look back and be like, okay, so that's how that guy stayed in the major leagues for like 10 years because he's a, he's a film freak, he's a hitting buff, he's a hitting connoisseur. Um, and, yeah, man, he's looked, he's looked nothing but good for us so far. So thanks, thanks Ken. I think he's going to end up playing some first base when Stan's back. What are you doing with Voight? having him get a day off more than he's been allowed to get right now and uh, maybe a DH day if uh, they want to, if they want uh, the lefty bat in there. Yeah. I, I mean, it's all, it's all going to be, uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how everybody's doing when, when Giancarlo comes back. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be a whole discussion. I, I not, not often, but yeah, I don't know. Cause when G's back, it is kind of interesting. Yeah. How much? I mean, has he not played first base at all? Uh, oh, he played... Uh, no, he was playing for the A's a little bit because yeah, they, they, 23 they games got him started. because Olsen was out. 23 games started at first this year. Eight, 17 last season. So, Yeah, wow. That's He's played more first base this season than like the last two years combined. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I think the A's were kind of in a pinch. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Who is your first award? What is your first award? Um, my first award. Oh, I've got a couple I like. Um, man, he's he's who I want to talk about. Uh, the the Fresh Prince of the Bronx Award. An award for one at bat, huh? Man, um, Andy scored a run in the first game. Um, pretty important game tying run. Um, dude, Tyro Estrada. I I saw you liked my tweet, and and that was the best words I could put it in. What was your tweet? Like, basically, I I can I can sum it up in so many words, but he's basically young and dumb in the best way possible. Like we're we're talking about the meet and greet Yankees, basically. This guy's a kid. He was not supposed to meet, make the major leagues this year. He comes in today with the bases hucks and just ends it with a down-the-line double. He's made good plays in the field. He's now our pinch runner extraordinaire. Um, and, dude, I just – this guy is so exciting. Um, he doesn't care who's pitching. It doesn't matter what's going on. He just has an opportunity, and he's going to run as hard as he can. Uh and I, I love him, man. I'm I am so interested to see where this guy lands. Um whether in Cashman's big board in the three year plan if he's on the Yankees roster playing an infield position or if he is gonna be a serious piece of trade bait. Because I've already told you this on here, Jim. If I was an opposing GM, I would say give me that guy now. I said this a couple episodes ago, and it's so mean. It still happens. 
This is so mean. The, the, when he got that bases clearing double, my first thought, Jake, do you remember what I told you my first thought always is? What's your first thought? It's just, Wade, you fucking loser. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, I can't help it. Every time Tyro Strider does good, I just think, God damn. And I, I need to get over it, obviously. I don't tweet or anything. I just have this little moment of thought where I say, Wade, you fucking blew it, man. Yeah, this like, could be you. This you blew it, and I was I was riding my bike around town uh, the other day. I went to get a sandwich. I was riding back. I don't know why this popped into my head, but I was thinking about baseball. Obviously, it's my sure. entire life. And I was you do. sandwiches thinking, and baseball. Sandwiches and baseball. I was that's the name of my book. I was thinking, Jake, that like, what if Tyler Wade has a good spring training next year? I'm almost like rooting for that because I don't think, I don't even think anyone can leave, can buy it into it. This is a rude conversation. Oh, I, I think he's I think he's out of town. I I think he he officially hit change of scenery. I agree with you, but imagine if he stays with the team and like tears it up in spring training. I think even on the broadcast, Michael K would be like. Well, don't put much stock into this. Like, yeah. <laughs> even the professional people that have to say professional things would be like, "This means nothing, folks." <laughs> let's see, let's see you do it in the Bronx one time, buddy. <laughs> uh, bummer for Tyler Wayne, real bummer. But good for Tyro Estrada. Good for Tyro Estrada. So he good gets for Tyro the bullet. I wonder, and I'm not trying to knock you. There's just a, I wonder if this is the first time someone got an award for uh, one hit in the series. In the history I mean, he of talking more than that, Jim. If you listen to the award, I know it wasn't a knock. I, I opened up with this isn't a knock. I'm just saying. I wonder if there's someone who has one hit who gets an award. It's a rarity. Uh, I think we got more. I'll get I'll get the listeners on it. Sans pitchers. Ooh, bunch of caveats. What's your next award, Tim? Uh, my next award is the new bad award. Ooh, the NB. Very prestigious. You know who this goes to? Who's it go to, Jim? It goes to Brett Gardner. Ah, wow, 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 wow. The media asked Brett, did he change anything? Because he got a hit yesterday and three hits today. And he said, yeah, I got a new bat. And then he said, it's probably the new bat. And then all the reporters were like, oh, what's new about it? And then he said, I'm just joking. I didn't get a new bat. <laughs> <laughs> Really good. <laughs> it got me real good. So uh, I said on the pregame show with Cameron Maben sitting against the Rays and, and Clint and Gardner both in there, I was, I was like, this is no good. They're both cold as ice. One of them needs to go off today. One of them needs to get a hit or go get a couple hits today to warrant. This is crazy that we're saying this to warrant having Cameron Maben on the bench over, <laughs> over Gardner and Clint Frazier. Because I was like, this is stupid. And Gardner yeah. stepped to the plate. Clint didn't. He got the motherfucker award. Gardner did. That's why he gets the new bat award. Home run. Three hits. Now, is this going to lead to a hot stretch? Probably not, guys. Uh, I, I don't expect Gardner to, to really put together like crazy stretches where he, he carries a team. He just needs to hit enough that his defense is good until we get healthy. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he brings it in other facets that uh, that if he hits decent enough, 
those other facets they they add up until Stanton's back and we're healthy is what I, is what I'm saying. But we he needed that day. I mean, really needed that day. Yeah, and that's that's how hot streets start. If you if you remember, I I was fluffing Glaber a couple weeks ago because he got a couple ugly hits that turned into hits. Brett gets the infield single that starts the seven run inning. Um, he uh, he also stole a base today. He can affect the way in multiple ways while playing good defense. I'm on repeat, baby. Um, and you're right. Like we shouldn't expect one of those Brett Gardner like four week hot streaks, but Brett Gardner can still put something together for a couple weeks. I I think we can. I think we can look and again look at the teams that we have coming up. Like there's a world that we look down and Brett Gardner has a a ten game stretch where he hits four hundred or something like that. So. Um, and, and we know where Gardy stands, and it's almost because there's a world on the internet of analytics and age where you can't be a Gardy stand, so we we have to be on the front lines fighting the good fight. Um, have a day, Brett, and yeah, man, it was huge. Instead of <laughs> two black holes at the end of the lineup, we, we only had one today. Yep, so he gets the new bat award, but he didn't really get a new bat. No. Yeah. What's your next award? I, I hope you talk about... One guy. Uh, Ooh. If not, I'll rude. If, if if well, if not, I'll just say it afterwards. Yeah, because I I've I've got a few guys. I actually kind of wanted to give a double. You um, would rip me to shreds if I tried to give a double. See, we have different definitions of double. We do this every week now, but I will give the oh my balls award. Oh wow, he was not on my list. Okay. Um, and I mean, it would just, it would be inappropriate to not give one to Gio Urshela. By the way, casually went five for 10 this series. Five for 10. Um, playing great defense. He had the walk off game winning hit. He almost had a walk off game winning home run. Um, the dude has been, I think, I, I, I'll get in the stats tomorrow and probably tweet it out. But I think if you have uh, 100 at bats in the AL, uh, he would be your AL batting champ right now. Um, and that's insane, Jimmy, because it's still Gio Urshela. Um, and he got rocked in the balls today. Um, I gave him a award. Um, hey, who, who's your guy, Jim? Because I got a couple of guys I, I got to mention, too. The other guys on my list that I thought needed mentioning were uh, Voight. Voight's been getting yep. a lot of kudos, but he, he kind of quietly had a really good series. He played all three games. He went five in every game. That's that's what you led with with Gary. Yeah, hit in every game. Five for twelve. Had that home run in the ninth that really sparked that rally to come back. And he played great defense. He had a couple really nice picks out there. Really nice grabs at first. So I thought Voight needed some love from this series. Um, he's been a rock. He went through that cold stretch and now he's been hitting again. So I'm happy about that. The other guy was Hicksie. Ah. I thought a lot of guys deserved awards this week. That's the problem. Yeah, well, it's good when you're playing well. I thought I thought Hicksy was you could see that he was controlling the zone, like that he was recognizing pitches from the jump. In the first couple of games, he struggled to get like hits, and then slowly the hits came. Like versus Snell, he got like a high changeup or something, sliders, high off speed, and like rocketed at the shortstop, got a hit. He got another hit. The walks were there. His pitch recognition was there. And then today he goes out there and gets um, what do you get? The big home run, two walks. So today was a, a, a Hicks game: home run, two RBIs, two walks, 
Jim, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. He had his Hicks series. He finishes, <laughs> he hit 250 on the series with a 357 on base percentage. Couple walks, couple RBIs, couple runs. I mean, Aaron Hicks. Yeah, yeah. So and then Tank and, was great. Tankster deserved one. The the guys that I was going to double down on was uh, Britton and Holder. Jim, the, these guys have been great for two weeks now. Um, I think Britton's been scoreless for. Um, Holder had the one blemish his his last game against Tampa. I saw you going to the keys there. Yeah, um, I was like, since, I thought he would do bad since, recently. I, I think in his last 10 games, it's been 11 innings. He has a 1-8 ERA. Actually, I think it's lower than that now. Um, and Britain's last 7.1, his last seven games, he has not given up a run. Um, Britain looks really so good. Both of those guys have been lights out for a couple weeks now, which has been a huge part. And we... I, I, it's not underlying anymore. Kaster said it a couple times today. What's gotten overlooked during this whole Yankees playing good ball is the pitching's been really good. Um, and, and those guys have been a factor of it. Canely's getting a ton of love, obviously, because he went nuts for a while. Adovino, because his stuff's silly. Uh, Britton and Holder need to get some credit for what they've been doing. Yeah, a lot of people playing well. Who do we have coming up? We have pitching-wise... Pitching probables. Um, we got to have Domingo coming up at some point, right? Domingo and Hap. They pitched both days on the doubleheader. I'd assume Domingo's going first because he's the young blood. I do not know, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty happy with all our starters right now. Yeah, man. Um, Isn't that weird? So, Th- Hap Hap is going tomorrow. Um, and if you remember, now we didn't use our damn dinguses. Um, Hap got pulled after 60-so or whatever pitches. Yeah. Um, so Hap is going tomorrow, Domingo on Tuesday. Um, and, yeah, dude, I mean, Hap is what – Hap's the high man right now with a 4-4 ERA, and we've talked at nauseum about how better he's gotten through this season. Domingo just won pitcher of the month. Um, CeCe's under three, and Tanaka's 309. Like, yeah. that's – and That's when, insane. And when Paxton comes back, I, I expect him to be very good as well. It won't last. It probably won't last, Jake. But at this very moment in time, I am fairly confident with the four starters plus Paxton when he's healthy pitchers we have. And, I mean, just just think about that. How many teams in baseball can say that? Um, so you're right. I mean, there's there's going to be squeaky wheels that that come throughout the season. But Tank just found his his splitter. Um, CC is CC at this point. Um, Happer, you know, might depend on the wind blowing out. But man, these these guys have been really good lately. The whole the staff as a whole. We're facing uh, Kashner and Hess coming up for the Orioles, which is a delight to my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not good, Jake. That's they're not very good at baseball is the thing yeah cool that uh, i think that ends it you got any uh anything you need to say that you didn't say you like that um so. you like michael k gave uh gave us a little shout out with the magic moment there yeah a little magic moment love there from the caster um you know if he wants to make that his ninth inning comeback thing i we're fine with that no he's um, uh oh did you hear sterling's call of the tyro estrada the double, double? Yep. can i play it oh yeah Follow at Jay Sterling Calls. We'll uh, we'll get it up for you right about now. Psych, but right. Psych, right got you guys. About it's really good. It's a really good call. 
and I'm n- not in a mocking way. I think it's like actually a very yeah. grounded fair over third down the left field line, rolling to the left field corner, extra base hit. Voigt has scored. Morales has scored. Torres has scored. It's a pinch hit three run double of the bat of Tyro Estrada. I tell you what a year what an inning the ninth batter to bat in the inning a three run double the Yankees score six runs in the inning and have an 11 five lead. I'd like to know the guy who predicted this before the game. It's a good call man. That's a great ending and yeah I mean uh, to to fluff up my my one hitter award um, dude. <laughs> Voight and Morales running. <laughs> if if it was anything besides a double that stuck in the corner, we could add a jam lock on the bases. Um, great call. We we love Sterling. Did get stuck in the corner there. I didn't realize that until I watched a replay. Like, oh, that's why they all scored. Yeah, <laughs> it got straight up jammed in the corner. <laughs> all right, take th- it. That ends this episode of Talking Yanks. We will be back tomorrow with. Actually, I don't know what's coming out first, whether it be Sharp Stats with Katie Sharp or the voicemail episode. We have to talk with Katie. But we will have an episode up on Tuesday. Leave a voicemail, 908-845-5792. I repeat, 908-845-5792. Go leave a voicemail, and we will have some fun with those. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. Enjoy the rest of your day. Go the Yankees. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees.